Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI Podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of Dem Dem Dare Americas. And I am joined this week by the man, the myth, the legend, the one we call the trivia trickster. He's funky, phenomenal, and fresh in so, so many ways. It's none other than AJ Belaz. AJ, how's it going? I'm ah, doing all right. I, I know that we were talking about it before. We both came down with a little bit of a sickness, but we're kicking it. We're we're back. We're better than ever. Yeah, I don't think it's stopping either of us from drinking. Um, oh, God, no. I've... I, I got to tell you, though, I was so sick, I think I had a beer and a half all week in the last four days. That's it. I... I literally went, man. I I don't know what will do it. I'm trying to like gargle salt water. That does it's help. In my throat and everything yes, else. Yes. And I'm just like, maybe if I maybe if I do the old wrestling story, maybe if I gargle whiskey. Real oh quick, boy. Oh my god, oh it burns. All right, Kurt Kurt Henning over there, Mr. Perfect, got you at the airport, didn't he? There's that's yep. that's like a yeah. You've heard that lore, right? Uh, it, oh yeah, I've heard it, that. I've heard Shane had to do it in a, a hotel with the boys to prove that he's part of the boys good old shane omac i am currently drinking um oh what the hell let's let's play what you drinking let's uh let's get a little drinking music in here All right, folks. Well, I am not obviously drinking alone. AJ and I are drinking together. And uh, at the at the at the urging of a of a coworker, I uh, went ahead and picked up some Redbreast whiskey. It's Irish whiskey. It's a single pot um, whiskey, and it's phenomenal. My first sip there was really good. It's it's sharp but it's smooth. It doesn't leave anything behind, really. Um, I'm no whiskey expert. I just know what I likes, and I think I likes it. AJ, how about you? What the hell's going on in your neck of the woods there? Uh, right now, the, what I got on me is some of that Kraken, 47%. Okay, sure. uh, wanna... I 
probably going to take a little bit of a shot here. What? Do you want to tell everybody what you were telling me about uh, Jack Daniels is coming out with something special? Yeah, Jack Daniels is apparently coming out with a double barrel blend. It's 106 proofs so of 53% alcohol for the season. So we're trying to get some here. But if if you somehow find it, please let me know. This is going to be like pot is war when we had the, the little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> Yeah. I, From how hard we're going to look for this. <laughs> this is like, uh, what you drinking, man? Um, whiskey in the jar edition here. A little bit. Right? Right? Just a little bit, yeah. Well, guess but what, Guess what, folks? I think we might have someone joining we us. We might have another drinker? Yeah. Hang on. I, I Hang on with us, folks. We got to... We gotta throw someone else in the call here. Let me see if I can get this done. And usually, uh, the guy that's gonna be joining us, usually he has a Moscow Mule with him. At least they're an old fashioned. But yeah, right now drinking some Kraken. Jack Daniels is apparently coming out with a new blend of theirs for the season, and I know you guys can't see it, but Tony can see it with the little washcloth on the doorknob uh there's an entire closet full of alcohol in there so if if, if i'm just like hm, i don't feel like rum anymore i'll just go and grab a whiskey tequila vodka yeah well, in the words of ron swanson there is no wrong way to consume alcohol you know gentlemen hey <clears throat> we have another what's up oh Thanks for joining the show. Welcome in. We're playing What You Drinking. We're we're mid-show already. We're getting going. We're five minutes in. Uh, what, what you drinking over there? You didn't miss much. Me? Nothing. I haven't even poured a drink yet, brother. Oh, my God. You go pour a drink and come back. Go. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll go get a drink, and I'll be back with you in, in a minute, all right? Yeah. No worries. We keep That's going here. It, this, is, this is the Open Forum DWI Lounge today, and I'm loving it. So that's awesome. Awesome. That's that's what you're drinking, folks. We're going to take a commercial. When we come back, we'll still be drinking. And we're going to get into some wrestling. Uh, I don't know, just a lot of talent surrounding what could be happening in the WWE in the near future. DWI number 350, PC Tunney, AJ Belaz, and the beautifully bearded DJ of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast is with us now. We'll be right back right after this. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? 
It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, DWI Podcast number 350. We got DJ from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast with us today. Glad to have him jumping on board. Myself, AJ Belaz, the funky, fresh, phenomenal one. Before we get into it, let me tell you, head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt. They look great. You will be the center of whatever party you are attending, whatever gathering you're going to. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. We got a shirt for you. Get it in soft style. Spend the extra five bucks. Your epidermis will thank you. That's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And don't forget to check out TheChairShot.com where we encourage you to always use your head by checking out everything we have on ChairShot Radio Network, sports, entertainment, and sports entertainment, all of your favorite streaming platforms. That's ChairShot Radio Network. I think that's – I got. did I get everything, AJ? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. Okay. I mean, right now uh... – not going to lie, they have a little bit of a 10 days of Black Friday sale on Pro Wrestling Tees as well. So you get 60% off oh. for the next 10 days. What's the promo code? Up to. There is no promo code. Oh. Just Black Friday. Oh, so just put in promo code like uh, putting on the Ritz? Uh, uh, we don't have Plaid here to make one up. Yeah, I know. I'm, we're not as, I'm not as good as that. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it this week. I, I brought up a few topics, and we're just going to run down the list and have have a little fun with it. If we get off topic or we have other things we want to talk about, that's great. But I want to start with the man who is 16-time world champion. And I'm not talking about Ric Flair and his brand-new uh, weed smoke blower <laughs> that he started with Mike Tyson. I'm talking about John Cena. And rumors, a couple of them. Logan Paul publicly sharing that he would like to wrestle Cena at Mania and is is kind of open openly lobbying Triple H for it. And there's also rumors that not only will Stone Cold be having a match this year at WrestleMania possibly, but that it could be against John Cena. A lot of that is being kept pretty tight to the vest. I guess if Austin has another actual match this year, I'll have to recognize the match from last year. But not until then... It never happened. AJ, your thoughts on John Cena having a match at WrestleMania, who it could be, and these two likely contenders, and then possibly what else could be there for Steve Austin if it's not John Cena? I mean, for John, I like the idea of it's Logan Paul, right? Because I keep getting both of them mixed up. Logan Paul, correct? Logan is the one that wrestles. Jake is the one that is the better boxer. Boxer. So Logan versus Sita, I like more, especially since apparently he did not tear his uh, MCL. I believe uh, his brother actually put out on Twitter. He didn't tear his MCL, so his recovery time is a little cut, but take it from me, knee injuries are not a fun thing at 
all. But I would like to see that match more than Austin versus Cena. Because that there's not really that much of a build in my mind other than who carried the company for longer, or who's really the face of WWE after all these years. But we already kind of had that with The Rock. That That's just my take on it. I think I think Logan versus Cena would actually be really good. I I don't see any problems with that, especially since Logan isn't his birthday going to be on WrestleMania. So that's why he 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 volleyed for it. Is that what he said? Oh, then I'm then I'm kind of over it. Like these people, these people that have like birthday months, too. What's that all about? Your whole the whole fucking month is your birthday. Kiss my ass. How about that? How about that, See, huh? All, all, all I got was pied in the face because my birthday is March 14th. That's it. March 14th? What is that? Pie Day. Oh. 3.14. My sister just had a kid this past March, and she was hoping not to have it on St. Patrick's Day. But lo and behold, guess what day that kid came? Oh, is the, is the kid's name Patrick? No, it's not Patrick. <laughs> Thank God. No. But he was born on St. Patrick's Day. Yes, yes he was. So he'll have that for the rest of his life. What about Steve Austin? What did, what did you, I mean, not Cena, then what? What What do you have for him? You just have a legend segment like he did for not the last. I mean, Dallas I'm hearing a match. Literally I'm left. hearing a match. So what do you want from that? That's what I'm saying. A match? Uh, I I really don't know. Cause I don't, Austin Theory? I, I, th- I thought... Steve Austin, you Austin just Theory. Say, you just want to say that because Steve Austin you, Theory. You just say Austin's gonna win. All right, we're playing is Wheel of Fortune. Same name, Vanna. Let, uh, I know the. Let me solve the puzzle. Steve Austin Theory. It works. So you gotta have the the name Austin on a pole match. Austin on a pole match. <laughs> Fuck yeah! You know Triple H is in charge. People are allowed to have their first names. Remember? Okay. <laughs> Come on, DJ, I'm, I'm what pretty a... sure if Miro came back, he'd be Alexander Rusev again. I, I would love to see Rusev come back. DJ, what do you think about the whole Cena thing here? Where do you see him? Logan Paul, Steve Austin? <clears throat> Man, that's a tough call. Um, on a personal level, I'd like it to be Steve Austin. Um, and, and I can tell you, I follow him on Instagram. He is starting to work out again, and he uh, he's posted some cryptic things in the hashtags. So I have a feeling he's probably prepping for another match. Um, I think that's probably you know, just south of them announcing it is a foregone conclusion. Um, God, like I said, on a personal level, I'd like to see him and Cena. I think there's still money there, but Logan Paul really. Um, AJ, can you hear me? Okay. Um, so, all right. So I guess, but man, I don't know. I, I would say. I would say Logan Paul and John Cena is probably the better match to have, but answering the second half of that question, who does Steve Austin, you know, wrestle? Um, damn. That just kills me to say, and, and, and this is probably like way out. Um, CM Punk. Oh, wouldn't that be interesting? 
<laughs> I, I know that hurt you inside to admit that. It killed me right in the guts. Like, I have heartburn like you now. You needed to really take a swing. I don't, I don't, yeah, like, but I, need, I, I, I mean, I don't see that happening just because, like, what kind of match is that? Like, 10 years ago, sure, Punk could carry a match with, with Austin, but someone needs to carry Steve, you know? Yeah. Well, you just turn it into a fight like he had with Kevin Owens. That was a perfectly serviceable match, and it was it was everything that Steve Austin needed at this point in his life with, you know, where his body is and, and what he can do at 50. Was he 55, 56 now? He's up there. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, to the interwebs. Yeah. To the interwebs, AJ. AJ will let us know. AJ will let us know. Uh, the, the one thing that I will say that I just thought of, of a perfect match for Stone Cold, I don't, I don't know if we will agree to this or not, but he did have a little bit of a run-in with Pat McAfee at last year's Mania. Yeah. That could be interesting, actually. Um, I, I mean, it's interesting, though. You hear, like, okay, Cena is going to come back for Mania. Austin's going to come back for Mania. That makes me think, like, we're not going to have The Rock at Mania. Yeah. No, I think Dwayne's on lockdown for the next 12 months. Yeah. Also, Stone Cold will be 58 this year. 58. Okay. So we're... If we're gonna do it, he's gonna have to do it this year because we're running out of running out of options. Yeah, interesting. But like I said, like he 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 stunned McAfee. He did all of that with McAfee. I can imagine, you know, either a broken skull session or on the Pat McAfee show, one of the two get on there, and then they just you know kind of chop it up a little bit, cut promos against each other, and then there's your match. Possible. You have many platforms to do it. Yeah. I, well, let me ask you this: Could you see if Austin comes back and does another match? Could you see it being more like a uh, like a boneyard match, like a cinematic type of thing, or do you think they go with a straight match, like a straight like no holds barred fight, like they did with Kevin Owens? That's a good well, question. Well, 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 two well two things on this: one, if it's going to be like a cinematic match, Tony will not acknowledge the KO versus Stone Cold match. So that's the only problem with that. So that's why I want an actual match. <laughs> I do too. I want an actual match, but I don't know if he could have an actual match. What if him and Cena are teaming up to take on the the Pauls? Maybe. Maybe. But Logan Paul and Cena would have to carry that entire match, and I don't, I don't think, I don't know. That's just my thought. I just don't know. What you could do is they could they could carry that match. And then Austin and, you know, the the Paul brothers, as much as, again, this gives me the twitch to say, they go over on Stone Cold and, and Cena, leading the two of them to feud. And, you know, you can carry that into SummerSlam. You can make that a SummerSlam match. Do you kind of have a power trip 2.0 at that point is the question. Possibly. That that would be nice to see a, a second like a new power trip instead of Triple H. It's John Cena instead. I don't see Cena being around though. I mean, he's too busy, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I, who knows if we even we, we still even need Peacemaker peace. season two? Damn well, it! That's the thing. Do we even get Cena? Is that even just because just because Logan Paul wants it to happen? It doesn't mean John's coming back. I mean, Cena's so dedicated to WWE. I know, but if if you say, "Hey, WrestleMania," he'll probably be like, "Sure." Uh, I mean, 
you got to look at him like you look at The Rock now. Like, those guys put their movie schedule and filming schedules ahead of WWE. That's why The Rock hasn't been around. You don't think The Rock would have loved to have been in a lot of things, but the guy's... The guy owns the XFL now, too. I mean, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It seems less and less likely. That's why I think Austin's coming back. Oh, I definitely think Austin's coming back. Like I said, the, the dude is starting to train again, and he's he's posting training videos, so. I mean, uh, I what about an extended run for Austin back on television? Maybe like every, I'd you know, twice okay a month? I'd be okay with that. I, I'd be okay with that. Like, you know, put him on like a like a Goldberg type of. You don't like. You want to sell the summer? You want to sell the summer? You keep Roman the champ, and you have Austin do something at Mania, and then they jaw jack, and he shows up to a Raw or SmackDown a month, and and then uh, they have a match at SummerSlam. That sells tickets. Roman versus Austin's Austin's last match. I win the title or I retire. Yeah. Well, I I had a. A cheekier idea if we want to rewrite, well, not rewrite history, but repeat history. Apparently, Triple H wants King of the Ring back. I heard it was both men and women, and it was going to be a pay per view where, like, it was going to be the, I don't know, uh, the entirety of the tournament bracket in a pay per view. I miss that format. Like, I loved when they had the entire tournament that night. I would say. So- so that what they would if do it, Stone they... Cold wins it again? Oh, I don't see Austin and then wrestling he faces, more than once and then in a he night. Faces... No way there's Austin wrestling more than once in a night or even in a month or two months. I'm just saying. Maybe not even in a – maybe twice a year, that's it. If Then that's it then, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> repeat. You repeat want Austin to wrestle Austin four matches in one night? Give me a fucking break, guy. The Jake the Snake match was like five oh, minutes in the, the finals. Guy, the guy's got the... – yeah, the only work rate match he had was against Mark Merrow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Run that, like, those matches run that, didn't take that long. Run this past Greg and see how bad you get fucking holes punched in your shit. You look like Swiss cheese after you're done talking to you. Greg will be up and, in our DMs then, in a minute. And, the, and then to make up for it, I'll just be like, I'll, I'll come to Monster on in February, trust me. Oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. <laughs> No, but like I, I, I would like to see that. I would like to see the summer of Austin, you know, the Rattlesnake returns, goes to face Roman for the Undisputed Championship, all that. that that'd be great. I'm not denying that. All right. But one easy way of doing that, like, I, just my brain thinking is King of the Ring, because apparently well, Triple H wants that back. You could do that, and you could actually segue, because Roman will beat Austin. And then Roman can actually cut a promo using that to segue into if we're ever going to get him and Dwayne, he can say, hey, look, I beat Austin. And then segue right into can I beat The Rock? You know, some type of thing there. You can you can feed right into that easily. Because I can smell from it. From that promo. I can smell it. I can All smell right. it. Huh? Huh? No, nobody. Oh, no, we just this is great, no. great, great radio as we all just give the people's eyebrow. Everybody got quiet. Hey, everybody, we're giving our people's eyebrow. eyebrow. Just listen for it. Um, you can hear right. the muscles in the eyebrow. Any, any last thoughts on John Cena, Logan Paul, Steve Austin, The Rock? Any last thoughts there? Um, no, nah, I'm good. I got everything out. Not that I can think of. All right. 
let's move on to another topic. Uh, uh, something that's a little bit opposite of what we were talking about. A few names have been circulating as possibly returning to WWE. One called almost a done deal in Chelsea Green, and you would think Matt Cardona wouldn't be far behind as he's been eyeing a return to WWE, pointing out a lot of things he's done there in the past on social media. And in addition, the filthiest of them dirty sheets have also been saying Triple H is eyeing up his boy Bronson Reed to make a comeback, whether it's NXT or the main roster. I'm not sure. DJ... What are your thoughts on all three of these or just in general who you would like to or heard of that could possibly else be coming back? Uh, Of the three that you mentioned, uh, I would be super excited about Bronson Reed. We talked about Bronson uh, before he was even released when he was he had like a tryout on SmackDown or something like that. And, you know, one of my co-hosts, Jason, his exact words were Bronson Reed is done cooking. Like, we really thought after his NXT run as a North American champion that he was signed, sealed, and delivered, headed up to the main roster. And then when he got released, like, three weeks later, we were like, well, what the fuck? So he's a guy I'd like to see get a fair shake at the main roster. Uh, Matt Cordona's always been welcome. You know, Zack Ryder was such a fun, ridiculous character, never meant to be taken seriously. Again, another guy we talked about on our podcast as probably having, outside of Cody Rhodes, one of the best indie runs of anybody released by WWE in the last five to 10 years. Matt Cordona has absolutely killed it since he was released. And there's no denying that. So Dan were here, he would ring the bell. Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe that. So yeah, of those two guys, those three, yeah, those two, I definitely like to see back. Chelsea green is an interesting conversation because I, you know, I've seen her uh, at an NXT house show. I never really had a particular problem with her. I think she gets a little problematic on Twitter and on the internet and things like that. And a lot of people kind of think she's a certain way. Um, there's also obviously the 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 running gag of is when is she going to injure herself next? Because it just seemed like she would injure herself, she would come back, she'd be there for a week, she'd be injured again. I think, you know, I even you know made up a. Somebody said something about the, when the dirt sheets were talking about it. I had typed up a tweet, you know, Chelsea Green broke her thumb reading this tweet. And then I deleted the tweet because I wasn't going to send it out there. <laughs> I didn't want to put that in the universe because that's kind of shitty. But eh. I think she's a great worker. Um, I don't dislike Chelsea Green as a worker. Um, so, yeah, as long as she can stay healthy, you know what, let's run with it. I'm sorry. I'm laughing more at the fact that you just compared Chelsea Green to basically the female Kevin Nash. <laughs> <laughs> Where oh shit he brought he ripped his quad again shit and the beauty of that is Kevin Nash is very self aware of that yeah, and I think does. Chelsea Green has become self aware as well because I think like the last time she she injured her knee she pretty much tweeted out she's like yep here we are <laughs> you know <laughs> so uh, I mean I I wouldn't one of the things that I put down in like a while ago months ago if you want to go check it out chairshot.com was five people that i wanted to see return and i've got all but two one was more of a fever dream because they haven't done anything with bobby Roode, so i wanted james storm there for the tag team division but the other one that i said was bronson reed that hasn't returned and bronson reed jonah if you actually listen or read my brother's stuff for impact he did a pretty decent job in TNA doing his stuff for about, I think, two or three months, somewhere around there. He did a damn good job. If you want basically Bam Bam Bigelow 2.0, you got him in Bronson Reed. 
He can fly. He has the athleticism. He has the strength. And he's a big motherfucker. <laughs> In all honesty, he's a big boy. I'm pretty sure. What was the what was the tagline that he had in NXT again? I forget. It was something about like a, being big a, or something. Oh, like I'm a big motherfucker, right? It wasn't big motherfucker. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't that, but it was. <laughs> you know, big, big, strong boy was the other. That's Tyler Bate. Yes, yeah, Tyler um, Bate. Tyler Bate was big, strong boy. It's I know what you're talking about, and it'll come to me like I don't know at two o'clock. It, in it'll the morning. it'll come to us like after we're done with all of this, but pretty much. He's, Rob, he's a big boy that can do a lot of things. He's Rob basically the genius would know it on on the spot because Rob's a big mark for Jonah. Well, but the one thing that I really want, if if Bronson Reed returns, give him that theme song that he had in Impact. That every time that I watched Impact with Andrew, anytime that I heard that, I'm like, wait, this song is good. <laughs> this is a banger. Wait a minute, why is this so? What the hell? But with the other two, if I I feel like if Zack Ryder does return. You have to bring back Chelsea Green. That's just that's just a thought process in my head because you know we have Killer Cross, Carrion Cross, so we had to bring back Scarlet, and apparently Scarlet has done some work for MLW recently, like like this month recently. Hmm. So maybe we might get a partnership. Who knows? But we we see like basically couples or you know husband and wife together i don't see zach Ryder getting hired and chelsea green not or chelsea green hired and zach Ryder not at this point i think you have to make Ryder a little more credible because like you said dj one of the best indie runs ever and nwa champion i'm not the biggest fan of gcw but he was a gcw champion and he just went on a tear he did a little bit of a belt collector thing for the indies he he does have it. It's just if they want to make him a little more serious is all that matters. I heard he wants to have a cinematic match, uh, Matt Cardona versus Zack Ryder, so he can kill off Zack Ryder. That would be brilliant. I would, I'm here for I it. would pop for that ridiculousness. I would like that. I would like that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> right? That way he's less comic and more serious. Can't be any worse than the majority of the cinematic matches we've already seen. So, I mean, come on. Yeah, I'm just saying. You didn't dig the Viking Raiders versus the Street Profits? I didn't dig ma- uh, I didn't dig any of the was... cinematic matches, basically. <laughs> it was entertaining. I liked them for what they come were. On. That's, a, that's a good way of saying that you oh, didn't like them. Ballers and Vikings fought ninjas. Come on. Tony's turning into the fun police here, man. No. Tony's always been the fun police when he came to cinematic matches. (laughs) There's a reason why he doesn't think Stone Cold had a match last er, this year. Yeah, that's just because I made a prediction. But no big deal. It's fine. We're we're none of us perfect. Isn't that how it goes? Uh, uh, You'll never hear me say I'm perfect. No, no. Same. Yeah, we're none of us perfect. Um... Who who's on your guys' radar that that maybe other people haven't heard? That what about uh, do we get uh, DJ? Does does Nick Aldis show up in WWE? That's an interesting discussion. We I want to say we briefly discussed that on our podcast. Obviously, I think that whole situation with too, him and yeah. Billy fell apart. 
And there's some work because I guess um, Mickey's still pretty tied into into Impact, isn't she? She is currently on like the Ric Flair run, where if she loses a match, she'll retire. Okay, so I think it's really going to hinge on what happens with Mickey. If Mickey retires and leaves Impact and goes back to WWE, I think we could see Nick Aldis. Um, I honestly, aside from watching the first few episodes of NWA Power when it launched a couple of years ago, I don't know a whole lot about Nick Aldis, so I can't, you know, say I'm excited or could care less either way because I don't know. Um, it'd be interesting. I think he'd be a great. Um, I, from what little I know about him, I don't think he's a, a major player, but I think he's definitely a good hand to have on on your roster. He's a hell of a good worker. Right, so, and, and he's not a—he's a bigger guy too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, as far as anybody I've had on my radar, the only one that I would really like to see come back, and I think he's still locked in for a while, is Alistair Black. I really—that was another one that was a head scratcher for me. That they ended SmackDown with him taking Big E's head off, and then released him like three days later. So there was a lot of potential there with Alistair Black. I just don't think Vince knew what to really do with them. And they didn't want to lean all the way into the, the spooky supernatural side. Sure. I think Triple H would. So it's hard to he, say, he's yeah. a guy I'd like to I'd like to see get another shake at a WWE run. I mean, it, it's funny that you, you say that you didn't really watch Power when you have the former NWA guy for chair shot here. Uh, all this, I... I think he would do well if he was in WWE, but I don't think he would go back to WWE. I think he would go to Impact if he were to go to any corporation. I definitely know he wouldn't go to any uh, AEW because he he's a bigger guy, yes, but he's more of a of a 80s technical wrestler. Yeah. Like he's his, a good throwback his, wrestler. His his finishing moves are a Texas Cloverleaf and I think he does a version of a pile driver. I think he does a, a like a sit down pile driver. I, it's been a while since I watched NWA since COVID happened, but I yeah. no, I saw who their current champion is, and I don't have any interest in going back to that. What a mess! Not to derail the the, the whole train of thought here, but what a mess that is. I, I I understand Austin Idol has his own like faction and everything, but Tyrus. Really, Brodus Clay? Yeah. (laughs) Funk is on a roll for the NWA. But anyway, Um, but all this, I think he would go more to Impact than anywhere else, really. Maybe even MLW, but I don't think he'll be in WWE. He's he's too, in all honesty, generic to fit a WWE mold. Where there's a little bit of flash in WWE, but not too much flash. He has no flash. Honestly, I think that's really what's held Bobby Roode back. Like, Bobby Roode is a great old school worker. He had a little bit of flash with the beer money thing. He's probably got a little bit more flash than um, Aldis does. But at the same time, you watch, like, I keep going back to the match that he had with Randy Orton a few couple years ago for, I think it was the U.S. Championship. It's either the U.S. or the Intercontinental. It's one of the mid-card belts. And they had they had a great match, but the crowd wasn't into it because it was strictly that. It was a good old-school wrestling match. And, and I really think that's why on the main roster, Bobby Roode really failed to kind of launch. 
and excluding me, newer fans are not going to be like enthralled by will you have like actual technical wrestling where you see a snapmare into an arm ringer and and stuff like that. Right. Like like, like you, you like grappling is pretty much lost on any fan nowadays. Right, but the thing is, is here from the age of 25 and younger. The technical skills translate into WWE style for main event, you know, upper mid card with big guys. They don't do a yeah. lot of flippy other th- it's a lot of punching and 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 timing and 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 pace and crowd catering does that make sense yeah it does it's just i don't i think I don't that's something easily like all this would go into that i listen i, I don't think you, he would you... cater to a crowd or hate a crowd uh, that's just me though I don't know for the W for the difference between a paycheck from the E and Impact. I think he might try it out for a year or two. It's plausible. I'm not. I'm not going to deny that. I, the only thing I'm saying is I don't think he would. But then again, circumstances. Listen, yeah. hell, and we're, we're, we're the last topic that we just said is. Stone Let me put Cold's it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. A co-worker of mine, and he's a good guy, and we go back and forth in a fun way. He's a Cowboy fan. We're in Wisconsin. I'm a Packer fan, and we're giving each other shit. And we beat the Cowboys, and then we lost last night to the Titans. And we were out, and I was talking about how the secondary was hurt or whatever. and Or no, somebody threw him a lighter, and he dropped it. And I said, you could play receiver for the Packers. And he goes, I'd never play for the Green Bay Packers. I go, bullshit. You'd see how much that paycheck was for, and you'd play for any fucking team that would give you that fucking kind of money. <laughs> Hell, well, let I, me tell you the. Let I, me tell you guys. Go ahead, AJ. I'll I'll get mine in in a minute. The, the only thing that I was gonna say is, hell, if the Jaguars were like, we're gonna pay you this amount of money, and you could be on AEW, fuck it, I'm going for it. Yeah, I, I got news for you. There's a lot of guys on the indies, and a lot of well, a lot of girls for that matter too, that will tell you I'd never go to work for WWE. Yes, they would. Every single one of them. If they got the call to go to a tryout, you know, there, there's what is his name? Eddie Kingston famously got on AEW television and ran WWE into the ground as being the sports entertainment. Meanwhile, six months prior, before he went to AEW, he was at a WWE tryout. Yep. OK, so every single one of these people is bullshitting you. Remember, it's a carny industry. They want you to believe what they want you to believe. Every single one of them would take a WWE paycheck. Versus, as the joke goes, fifty dollars in a hand, a hot dog and a handshake. Hot dog and you know? handshake. <laughs> you know, that's just the truth of the whole thing. I, yeah, they'll all take the paycheck. Oh yeah, of course. I believe ACDC said it best: money talks. Money talks. Uh, look where we. Where's the OC now? The guys that guaranteed they were never going back are taking the check. Exactly. Exactly. Money talks, man. Uh, well, we, I think we touched on a few different NXT things. Let's start. Let's stay with NXT. And AJ, you want to tell us about what's coming up here? An Iron Survivor Challenge. Yeah. So the NXT brand gave up War Games for Survivor Series, as we know, and yes. they're doing something yes. at their. Yes. Yes. They gave it up. Yes, they were yeah, like, they, hey, they, gave they were up. like, they, they came nice. in one day and they said collectively, hello, we are NXT, we are giving up war games. 
we are, yes, no, we are that, giving that, that is it, exactly are, how I'm interpreting how up, that worked. We're giving Thank it you, up Tony, for grabs. For it, being wasn't, an wasn't, it, it wasn't it like Hunter, Hunter goes, uh, by the way, uh, yeah, main roster. Uh, in kayfabe, Braun Breaker and the 2.0 squad effectively oh. buried the War Games match in NXT. Oh. When they buried the Black and Gold for Steiner. What else do you expect from a record? <laughs> but, so instead, they're going to do something at, I believe it's called Deadline. Instead of TakeOver War Games, it's called NXT Deadline. They're doing something called an um, Iron... Yeah. We're going to need them TPS reports. <laughs> Greatest movie. Greatest movie. Go ahead. An Iron Survivor Challenge. So, and I know Tony and I made the joke before we recorded. King of the about, Mountain. <laughs> about King of the Mountain. Because one of the rules of King of the Mountain is actually in this match. Yeah, Rob mentioned that. We talked a little bit about this the other night, and Rob mentioned that. So it is a 25-minute match with five participants. It's going to be for both the men and the women's side to determine number one contender for the championship at a later time. Uh, whoever has the most falls, which can be earned by pinfall, submission, or disqualification when the 25 minutes hits, wins. But the thing is, there's also a penalty box where you'll spend 90 seconds in that said penalty box. I don't remember as to why. Oh, whoever I think it's if you lose a fall, fall, isn't it? Yeah, whoever if gets you lose the a losing fall. fall goes into a penalty box for 90 seconds. Right. Just like just like King of the Mountain. That, that's why as soon as I'm like, oh, wait, there was a match that was, that was uh, introduced in NXT. So they kind of put the old over under championship on the, scramble. Over and, under... Over under two and a half uh, participants in the penalty box at one time during this match. Under, I don't, I don't think they're going to convolute it that much. I don't think they're going to have a swerve like that. Nah, I, I agree. I'll say that's how the match ends: is three of the five are in the penalty box, and the one guy who's tied with the other guy for the one beats him with the guys in the penalty box. And there you go. I just wrote <clears> your, I just wrote one of your endings to one of your matches. <laughs> so like they like everyone gets disqualified like those three get disqualified or what no but if you have to be in there for 90 seconds another pinfall could happen before you're allowed to get out of the penalty box so that way you could have more than one person in the penalty box at one time i mean if you want to be technical there's going to be you could have 20 freaking here comes the pen toss at that point <laughs> okay so the the penalty box is it going to be like a shark tank? What is the what is the penalty box? I don't know. All, okay. all that I know is that Shawn Michaels came up out of nowhere and he decided to have like a thing where he was like, "And this is the Iron, uh, the Iron Survivor Challenge." I keep wanting to call it an Iron Man match. I don't know why, but it's not. But this Survivor Challenge match is twenty five minutes. Whoever has the most pinfalls wins, and there's a penalty box if you get pinned. That's all I know. It's probably going to be in a cage. It's probably going to be, you know, a referee holding someone back or locking them. So I don't know. It's probably going to be in a shark tank. Let's be real. I, I like it. It lends itself to a lot of action. And if it's properly planned and you have the right people in there, DJ, I think it could come off really well. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think the uh, the competitors are going to make this match, make or break it. 
Um, if they don't put together something compelling and, and something that's entertaining, this will be a one and done. Because right now, as it stands, it's not selling me. Um, I, I'm not overly thrilled about it. it and for no particular reason. I mean, they'll probably get out there and kill it. And I'll, you know, next time I talk about it, I'll have a different opinion. But right now, on paper, I'm looking at this. This looks like a hot mess. It looks like there's way too much. It's a, we use the term overbooking a lot. This sounds like overbooking. I, um, does it, though? Yeah, it does. It's What's like, too, what part I, I don't know. Of, what part of it is too much for you? The penalty box. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking, I have something different. I think the penalty box is a little much. I, all right, we'll see. Well, I guess we'll have to see how they try to execute it. Like you said, they get the right people in there, they can pull it off. Yeah. I think, because um, I'm a big fan of the Iron Man match concept. Um, but you throw the penalty box in there, and I'm like, man, eh, that just, I don't know. To me, it sounds dumb. All right. Well, we'll see. Maybe it's just misnamed. Maybe it'll come off better than we think, and or maybe you're absolutely right, and this will be a, a steaming tire fire. Uh, we'll see what happens. All right. I'm going to take a quick commercial break. We have one more wrestling topic we want to hit, and then we might have a little holiday fun here at the end of the show. DWI podcast number 350, presented by ChairShot Radio Network, thechairshot.com, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Check all that stuff out. We'll be back momentarily. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back, folks. DWI 350, Chairshot Radio Network, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. PC Tunney, AJ Belaz. And our good friend, once again, joining us from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, DJ. How's it going, brother? Thanks for hopping on tonight. We didn't get a chance to greet you uh, as you jumped in. Uh, I mean, I, I threw it out there on a whim. We were down a man or two tonight, and, and, and you just were like, yep, I'm there. I'm in there like swimwear. Uh, how was your week, sir? I, I'm going to be honest with you. My week was a drizzle and shits. Oh. This has been five Mondays in a row. Um, it's just honest to God, five months in a row. Um, it's not been good. And I, I think part of that is because the, the universe knows I'm going on vacation next week. Oh. Um, I'm going on, but well, I work Monday and Tuesday, which are going to be absolutely awful. I know it. That's just how it goes. And then from Wednesday straight through the holiday, I'm off. So this week was really making me pay the price for taking some time off. Um, but yeah, I got your, I got your message. I was sitting there at the dinner table, my girlfriend and I were eating dinner and I was, down to like the last few bites, my phone buzzed. I look over and I'm like, oh, somebody sent a message. It's Tony. He's like, babe, anybody wants to jump on? I'm like, you know what? We got nothing going on tonight. Let me jump on there real quick. So I look at look at my girlfriend. I'm like, uh, I'm going to jump on with the guy. She's like, uh-huh. So I'm like, I won't be on long. Uh, it's just, just a few minutes. She's like, last time you told me it's going to be a few minutes. You were on there for an hour. I'm like, well, it might be an hour. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm getting as, into. As we say it at the 54-minute mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. DJ's only been on for 39 minutes. Okay, I'm good. Now, you know, she's awesome with this kind of stuff. She knows I do this. She looks at me. We, we rib each other all the time about this kind of stuff. Listen, she's like, you know what? Go do your thing. She's going to get a back rub or a foot massage out of it, I would imagine. So I'm it's sure. coming. I'm, yeah. I, listen, there's, there's gonna be... she's... 
we talked about playing the part before, right? Come on. Sometimes you just gotta, you gotta be like, oh, sure. And then you know, you do that so you know you're gonna get what you want. You're gonna cash in the receipt. Sure. We yeah. all do it. I, I, we all I, do I, it. It's smart play. Yeah, because I, I know, I know you guys can see that the television's kind of working in the background where it's just like, it's Friday, isn't it? Are you guys doing the podcast? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's me and Tony, but he hasn't called it off. So, yeah, we're going to do it. It's like, all right, I'm going to put on the headset. Everybody's wife and girlfriend hates me. <laughs> well, the beauty of it now is prior, like, prior to two weeks ago, I was in the main living room area. So I had people coming and going. Uh, last weekend, her youngest son moved out. So, like... As soon as he got his shit out, we cleaned his room and we got all our shit in here. So now we have like an office. I have an actual podcast. <laughs> I was about to say, I actually noticed that. I'm like, hey, it's not the living room background that I usually no, see. No, it's not, it's not the living room background. I've got, you know, all my shit up in here. I got my NXT belt. She's got her work office over there, her sewing desk. It's become like a podcast slash office slash craft room. I got my comic book here, collection let, behind me. Let me pull me, back so. the curtain. I cannot see your camera. Because I don't know why I'm the only one. Try turning it off and on once for me. I was about to say because I can I can see everything in DJ's background. I can see the yeah. I can see the comics. I saw the NXT belt. Yeah, it's, I let me try the camera thing and because uh, I did that about ten or fifteen minutes ago, but I'll try it again. Hang on a sec. The the only the only downside with me and, and my girlfriend is we put up the bed because it's a small room, so there's yeah. like a little table right here <laughs> where we eat and everything. With the bed up, and she's like, oh, I don't want to be part of the camp. I don't want to be in the shot. No. And <laughs> Unfortunately, she's, looking at, I can see, she's like, her, looking at me pouting. Her arm and stuff. Tony, can you see me? No. No. But it must be on my end. No big deal. I can hear it's you. It's got to be, brother, because I can see AJ. I can see you. I and know. AJ can see me. Yeah, so. I know. Welcome to, the, welcome to my life. <laughs> I, and usually the Mindless Wrestling Podcast is the one with the technical errors. Oh, no. We're I good. was about to say, if the we peel it back even working, further, that's all I, haven't that heard a, I was about to say, I haven't heard a single one of Tony's commercials or, or anything musically. <laughs> no, I, you know what? Honestly, <laughs> let me tell you. It's in I, my head. I think tomorrow I'm going to get a new laptop, even though there's nothing wrong with this. For some <gasps> reason, the sound isn't working here on with these guys. There's nothing else wrong with this thing. Um, But, uh, yeah, we got a nice Christmas bonus this year. Or holiday bonus, I should say. And we're after the new year, we're going to get um, uh end of year bonus. So I'm just like, okay, I think maybe we can dole out. Treat the dole. yourself, young man. Oh, yes. Uh, I made a park and rec, Parks and Rec reference before uh, Ron Swanson, but nothing beats uh, uh, Treat Yourself Day. Treat yourself. Uh, with treat the, yourself. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Did you watch that show? <laughs> Kind of, yeah, I kind of know a little bit about it. I watched it year, years ago. My God, I barely remember it. But yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Why do I have 93 meetings today? Because I scheduled all of them for March 31st. Why did you schedule all of them for March 31st? I didn't think there was a March 31st. <laughs> yeah, wrong month. Wrong month there. Um, yeah, if you've never seen Parks and Rec, go ahead and check it out. Uh, Star-Lord himself, uh, Christopher Platt, is actually... Uh, Christopher Platt. Chris, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Christopher Platt. I said Christopher Platt. That's a that. I am so glad that is on and recorded. That's hilarious. Let me uh. Here, I'm gonna play him saying, "Use your head now." Thechairshot.com. Always use your that's hilarious. head. I was just texting him today, so oh. that's why uh. 
That's why. Anyway, <laughs> I was also texting your brother the other day, AJ, but we, we will talk about that off the air. Um, we have one last wait, wait. one last. Did you wrestling... have to make a double Parks and Rec reference there? Because Christopher Pratt's name in Parks right. and Rec is Andrew. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, or or uh, what's his FBI name? Um, Bert. Uh... I don't remember. Uh, look it's it up. It's been a while since I watched Parks and Rec, too. Look it up. All right. War Games. We brought it up earlier. Supposedly, I don't know if you guys seen this too, it was going to be the Bloodline in full versus McIntyre, the Brutes, which includes Sheamus, and then Kevin Owens as well. Owens is out. DJ, what do you think could, I mean, we could also have the OC versus the Judgment Day in a War Games match and just not have anything going on except for maybe something different they could do a six-man tag there or eight-man tag with no roman wrestling what do you see for survivor series in that war games match and and for the bloodline um let's uh, what did we want for a second did they already announce a one-on-one match with aj and um finn okay yes. okay so, that so that's out so that that's out my bad i kills. forgot about that yep 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 yeah i, th- I thought that good so call. that effectively kills no, no, any war call. games match for those guys good call um, God, yeah, I was really, and I'm kind of super disappointed being a Kevin Owens mark, man. I'm super, this poor guy I love has missed Owens. out on so many big moments because he's been injured. Was um, he the one? I appreciate the work he puts in. You know what? Was he the one that was supposed to beat Roman at Mania maybe? Because think about it. They gave him the Austin rub last year. You have the whole Sammy and KO thing where he could turn on Roman and help KO win. Was that yeah. a possibility? Uh, it's it's possible the guys have history and they have awesome awesome chemistry. I mean, so, talk about talk about not wasting it either. I think that would actually be worth it because you would actually catapult a guy who is one of the top stars in the entire industry and in your business right now. But that would make him made superstar like super duper star like the rest you know like Roman like Cena like that. Kevin Owens would launch into that stratosphere. I feel like. Yeah, that, that absolutely elevates Kevin Owens into the upper echelon, and he breathes that rarefied air, as they like to say. Um, as far as anybody who might replace him, God, that's a tough call. Um, my thought, you know what? I don't even know. You know what I would do? Um, that's, I would, that's, I'd bring up Braun Breaker just to have the rub with the bloodline. I thought about that, because Braun Breaker was on the tip of my tongue, but I'm like... It all depends on who's winning that match. If the bloodline is, is set to lose that match, then yeah, I can see Braun Breaker hitting Sam, uh, Sami Zayn with a with a spear and winning that for them. That's a good call there. That's that, I hadn't even considered that finish. Or he doesn't even have to be involved in the finish and stay clean, but just get the name up there too, because that's happening sooner than later, right? Is is I mean. Do you think Braun's ready to come up to the middle? I know we're taking a side road here. But I don't do you think know. Braun's but... ready for that main roster run. I don't know, but he's a candidate to beat Roman at some point for those titles if he holds them long enough. I'll tell you that. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I don't know if he's ready. Honestly, I don't watch. I'll, I mean, I'm honest. When <clears throat> we do this podcast, I I know about everything. I read about everything. I have a lot of good friends. Two of them are on here right now with me that know a lot about this stuff. And I talk to them and I listen to them and what they like and don't like and who's winning and who's losing. But I don't watch NXT. 
I don't. Right. I watch Raw and I watch SmackDown, and we've told you people who listen before, this is a WWE podcast. You're going to get talked about AEW, TNA, you know, uh, uh, MLW, NWA, New Japan. We're going to, that stuff's going to come up because wrestling world is connected. But yeah, in all honesty, I you're better off. You tell me, do you think he's ready to come up? I think Braun Breaker needs a little bit of cooking. We talked about Braun at great length on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast here about three or four weeks ago. And while I think the guy, he checks off almost all the boxes. He's got the look. He's got the charisma. He's got the explosiveness. He's got the athletic ability. He also only has four dozen matches under his belt. He's rather green. It's rather obvious that at times other people are still quarterbacking him. Um, he's getting better at following direction, and you can tell that every match he goes out there, he gets a little bit better. I honestly, at this point, if you brought Braun Breaker up, you would expose him on the main roster. I think you protect him a little longer. You leave him in NXT for another year, let him cook a little longer, let him get some more experience under his belt, and then you get him up on the road loop on the main roster pretty darn quickly, and you pair him up in a feud with a Dolph Ziggler or somebody who can kind of carry him along for a few months, teach him, you know, not only how to work a house show, work a TV match, work a pay-per-view match, premium live event match, because the matches are different. So right now, I, I don't think he's ready for the main roster now. Okay. AJ? Sorry, I, I heard premium live event, and I got to just devour <laughs> a bottle real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Um. As, as for who could replace KO in that War Games match, uh, Braun Breaker's a good candidate. I'm not going to deny that. The other thing is, I think that's when we see a return, perhaps? Like, like kind of what we were talking about before, maybe Cardona, or maybe all this debut, since it's, ironically enough, it's the Bloodline versus the United Kingdom. So maybe we might see all this there to just kind of put like a United Kingdom brand in there because you got the Scotsman and <clears throat> you got the Scotsman and Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah, of course we had to go here. And then you got fucking Sheamus out there with the with the brawling brutes. But it's possible you might see all this in that. Uh, even a weirder dark horse. Throwing a dart board or throwing a dart at a dart board here, and hopefully I, I hit bullseye. I I absolutely boy. I absolutely loved Kenny Killa's assessment of your Drew McIntyre when he was on the show because it of, sounds like Drew McIntyre, yeah. but he sounds Italian. Italian. Yes, yes, yes. From a true Brit, like who who knows like what these accents sound like, and Kenny's the fucking man. So make sure you're following him at Kenny Killa. That's K I N N Y K I L L A. Um, one of our OG podcast brethren. Uh, but that was fucking hilarious when you did that, and he was, was he was like, "Oh, that's spot on." Except for you, you can't you, you it sound a little Italian at the end, and I'm like, "That's fucking funny." He would know better than anyone because hey, he's right I, here. I mean, it sounded like he gave you like a B plus, so yeah, B plus, A minus, somewhere around there, yeah. But now you're pushing I, it. I, I could see, say B, I could but I gave see... you the plus. I appreciate it. Thanks, I'm Daniel Bryan. But uh, I, I could see that, or like I said, dart, dartboard, hopefully hit bullseye. Uh, Davy Boy, British Bulldogs kid. 
Like maybe he comes uh, back. Yeah, one-offs. you know what? Okay, let me say this though. Just because Hunter's bringing a lot of people back, there's still a lot of people Hunter ain't bringing back, and I think that's one of the people. No, I'm not bringing back. I would say like, I don't. I I also don't think he would bring back John Morrison, Johnny insert whatever name you want to put that here. Kinda, in that kind of just Parker, happened, but... and Miz is not helping him come back again. I think so. I don't know. Nah, I'm not disagreeing. But like, th- th- I'm I'm not disagreeing that there are certain people that he wouldn't bring right. back or would bring back. But I think having a one-off and having Davy come in there, I think that would work. Possibly. Any last wrestling thoughts, gentlemen? We, we've we've actually talked a lot about a lot of different topics today. When AJ AJ and I jumped on together over an hour ago, we were like, hmm. We scrambled. What should we talk about today? <laughs> Uh, but thankfully, <laughs> but th- thankfully DJ showed up uh, as well, uh, answering the bad signal, the, the beard signal. The beard signal. It's <laughs> absolutely the beard signal. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, anything else wrestling-wise that's been on your minds? You've been watching AJ. Go ahead and kick it off here. Uh, it sounds like you're ready to get get in there. So apparently, because we're around that season, everyone knows what I'm talking about wrestling-wise. Royal Rumble season. Everyone knows that there's going to be like a leaked list of what's going to happen. Some things are pipe dreams, some things are not. Apparently, this is the first one that I've seen where it's saying Cody Rhodes will win the Royal Rumble off of number 25, and we will get Matt Cardona, John Cena... Brock Lesnar comes in at number 30, but CM Punk was originally going to enter because he was attacked by Brock Lesnar. And the one thing that I don't think will happen is Jay White. Isn't Jay White on lockdown with AEW? I, I don't know. I, think I, don't, I think he was part uh, of the forbidden door, if you will. I don't. Think I know he's been on Impact, but that's about it. I don't think CM Punk ever wrestles again or is in any company i think he's done i really don't think yeah. it happens and as much as i want to see it right i'll be the first person to be like this is awesome i want to see it i do want to see it um one last something for closure but that one i don't know i don't know i don't know dj but, last last wrestling um, uh, thought inkling i'm gonna come feeling. back to the cody Rhodes thing real quick sure. because i predicted um a couple, about a month or so ago on the mind on the podcast of mine that Cody might actually be the surprise entrant in the War Games match. We talked about the War Games match. Can you really have a War Games match, the inaugural War Games match on the main roster without a Rhodes? Can you do that? It will have been six months since his surgery, because his surgery was right after WrestleMania. It was back in May. They told us nine months. They always tell you longer than it's going to be. I think Cody Rhodes might actually be might actually be ready to go by War Games. I would not be shocked at all to see the American Nightmare there, and win, lose, or draw, Cody Rhodes is definitely back in the Rumble. All right, plausible. We'll see I mean, I'm pretty sure all of us have. Well, we don't have, but we all suspect Cody's winning the Rumble, or he's at least going to be in the Rumble for a long period of time. Absolutely. All right. 
we're going to hear something really, really quick and come back with the last question I have for these gentlemen. That's a little bit of a holiday fun topic that we're just going to touch briefly on before we get out of here. Chairshot Radio Network, DWI Podcast 350, thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. All right, gentlemen. It is holiday season, and I mentioned this to AJ before. So, DJ, you can you can go ahead and go last here um, as you think of, of a few of your favorites. And I'll, I'll go ahead and kick us off as holiday movie viewing habits your favorite holiday movies they don't necessarily have to be a holiday movie but or they could just be movies you watch around the holidays right i'm talking you got you kick it off with like halloween into thanksgiving and then through christmas right i'll tell you i have my own favorite trio and i've said it before a bunch of times i watch beetlejuice for halloween i watch planes trains and automobiles for thanksgiving folks the premier thanksgiving movie is planes trains and automobiles okay and then for Christmas, Home Alone, an Elf, Christmas Story. Um, we're we're getting uh, another Christmas story, Christmas or something. The, the however many years later, Ralphie's older now. That's that's out on HBO Max, I believe. You can go to Apple Plus and you can check out the the uh, Christmas Carol movie remake with Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell. That looks really interesting. Just tons of things going on, and then there's always the debate of is this movie a holiday movie? The the uh, the lethal weapon, uh, the the uh, uh, die hard, um, the what is it? There's another one out there too that that's a really popular one like that. But anyway, AJ, what are your favorite holiday viewing habits? Favorite holiday movies, etc. etc. So. Usually, I mean, every, everyone has the 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 kind of default Halloween movies that everyone watches. You know, Hocus Pocus, whatever horror movie you really like, whether it's Friday the Thirteenth or Jason Voorhees and stuff like that. And then you fall slowly into the Christmassy spirit. I know while I still lived with Andrew, we would hang out with a buddy of his on Black Friday. Because we're not going to go out and try to maul each other with, uh, you know, Black Friday sales and whatnot. No, we're going to get really, really drunk and eat Chinese food on Black Friday and watch possibly the lowest rated movies you can find on Amazon Prime. I'm talking like Velocipaster. So you're watching the movies. Sharknado. You're watching the movies that used to be on Mystery Science Theater 2000 or whatever the hell it was called. Yeah, Mystery Science Theater 3000 and shit 3, like it, it, things that you see on Sci-Fi like like Lavalanchula and shit like that. We'll watch Sci-Fi that. Friday Night was the shit back in the day, my friend. We we would do that. It would always be Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving for us Americans because I know Thanksgiving is different for Canadian viewers. But for Christmas, some of my favorites, of course, Christmas Vacation. Yep. I I can I can quote that pretty damn well. I do that with my stepdad all the time where he's like asking me where he's like, Hey, uh, AJ, do you think you could help me out here? And I'll just be like, oh, I don't know, dad. I gotta, I gotta do homework. I got an essay to write. I got to solve world hunger. I got to cure cancer. Uh, that jingle all the way, the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, it has big show in it. It, it. It's, I like it. It's campy, but I like it. 
the Santa Claus movies, I'll oh, watch sure. all the time too. There's a there's a new series on Netflix. I think uh, it's out now. I think uh, with Tim Allen, the Santa Claus uh, movie storyline continues. Hmm. I, I might have to watch that. And then I this is weird for me to say, but I don't know if you guys actually know what I'm talking about. There was a horror Christmas movie that Goldberg did in 2004 called Santa's Santa Slay. I watch that almost every Christmas because I'm like, God, it's such a terrible movie, but God, <laughs> it's so funny. Especially when Santa goes out and kills, especially when Goldberg, who is Santa, kills a Jewish deli clerk. There's a there's actually a a decent movie like that that in that genre that's coming out. Vi- Violent uh, Violent Night. Have you guys seen that one with David Arbor? It has it, uh, it it has Hopper from uh, Stranger Things in it. Yeah. Yeah, that looks good. Where Santa actually saves a family from a bunch of yeah, John Leguizamo, a bunch of uh, looks like an a, yeah. you know insurgent group trying to take uh, a money from wealthy family or something. DJ, yeah. jump in here. What are your holiday movie viewing habits, favorites, etc.? First of all, I'm going to jump in with AJ. I am team fuck Black Friday. Okay? Fuck all that nonsense. I am not going out there and getting killed to get $5 off a pair of pajamas. It's not happening. I used to work retail. I had to work a Black Friday. I'm pretty sure that a shotgun shell tastes better. Oh, oh God! Yeah, my, my ex-wife dragged me out to that one time. I've worked a dozen. And we had our kids were like two years old. She's like, "I'll wake the kids up. We'll just take them with us." I'm like, "Yeah, this is a fucking horrible idea." Um, and I told her the next year we're never doing that again. Um, I, I'm not too traditional on my Christmas um, watch list. I'd say around Halloween, I have a couple things that I really like, and actually, I'm embarrassed. I've had a lot of personal things going on, so I didn't partake. I like. Um, you're familiar with. Uh, a Nightmare Before Christmas, right? That stop motion. There was one that you may or may not have seen called Coraline. Oh, yeah. Yes. Coraline's fucking awesome. Um, and that's one that I really like to watch around the, the, the Halloween time, just because it is a little macabre. It is a little creepy. I, I believe uh, didn't that was also watch- made by Tim Burton. It, uh, I don't think Tim Burton was, was involved in that one, but the animator that did all the other stop motion animations was the uh, was the producer on that but i'd have to look at it again i've got the blu-ray you might be right i might be wrong that's possible um but yeah that's that's my my halloween go-to when i get a chance to watch it um i try to do and again this is not christmas related <laughs> i try to do a lord of the rings uh watch just a, a marathon uh once or twice a year and i try to squeeze it in around christmas usually because i've got time off to sit there and do the whole thing one day and then, hours. yeah, the, the whole because I do the extended versions. Um, oh, 18. Yeah, the 18 hours. It's, it's a whole. It's a whole day, my friend. Um, and then, but my one Christmas thing that I do love, and this goes back to when I was a kid. Uh, it's a Christmas Carol with George C. Scott, and it was just a movie that I grew up with as a kid. I absolutely loved it as a kid, and it's just it's become my tradition to watch that every Christmas. That's awesome. That's awesome. You never know what kind of interesting viewing habits or little gems that, you know, you wouldn't think people would, certain people would watch or things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? It's always good to have these fun, different conversations. I just love getting into mm-hmm. people's habits of, of what they like and don't like. I mean, think about all the different things. Uh, 
were around where I live and a lot of the television stations. I don't know if it was a network thing or not, maybe, but they always used to play the Wizard of Oz like uh, around Easter. You know, that it's not yeah. a fucking Easter movie, but you you get the yeah. you know before when I was growing up. You know, uh, DJ, you're a little older than I am. Andrew, you're twenty, fifteen years younger than I am, but. You know, Ooh. there wasn't a, there wasn't a streaming. There wasn't a thing to go to. You know, if you didn't have it on VHS, which it was, ex- you know, a lot. What are you, fifteen? You're fifteen years younger than me. I, that's not why I said who. You said Andrew. <laughs> oh, AJ. Sorry. How many beers in are we now? No, I've been texting his brother this week too, and talking to a lot of people. So. I'm not. I'm not a lot. Of, I'm fine, actually. I'm pretty sober. For, What's worse is I've already had like five shots. Right, so you know what? I have. Fuck you guys. I'm gonna have some more red breast whiskey. Okay, suck on that. I told you it's been a week of five Mondays. Yeah, brother. And then Tony I and I are sick. So. Oh yeah, and then I got stuck working outside in the cold this week and everything. But yeah, uh, no, that's you know what? I don't like that. Hey, it, it's it's all good. We made it here. Um, I want to thank you for coming on, DJ. Anything anything last second before we get out of here because we're getting out of here. Um, add it in with with what you got going on, DJ. Thank you once again. Tell us about the Mindless Wrestling Podcast and uh, your last thought. Oh, absolutely awesome being on with you guys again. Funny thing was, I was actually going to reach out to you at one point this afternoon, and then we got busy, so I forgot, and we ate dinner. And then I saw your message. I'm like, shit, I guess I'm doing this. Um, Anyway, I am DJ from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Again, you can find me on the ChairShot Radio Network at thechairshot.com. You can find me at the Mindless Pod on Twitter, as long as Twitter continues to exist. Yeah, it's here. (laughs) It's not going anywhere. Remember you can call it pro wrestling. You can call it sports entertainment. You can call it whatever you want, but call it in the ring. And thank you guys. Of course. Always welcome to have you on. And, you know, you can always ask us to come on at any time as well if we're available. But you can follow me at Phenomenal AJB, AJB in all caps. You can follow this podcast along with everything else on the chairshot.com along with all of our articles since tony wants to call me andrew so goddamn often he has his judgmental album reviews we have a bunch of other things along everything sports entertainment sports entertainment whatever you like you'll find it on the chairshot.com that that's a true story my friend as we're getting out of here dwi number 350 DJ, AJ, PC, more alphabet soup for you. Um, Yeah, I got nothing left to say, but we'll see you next week. Yeah, guys, thank you for having me on. Like I said, that was awesome. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Nice buns. Soft, fluffy, and ultra-low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious, ultra-low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.